Eddie, what have you thought of Birmingham so far? Are, are we starting? Yeah, we're on. This, <laughs> is this thing on? Oh, Birmingham's gorgeous. Uh, I'm having the best time checking out the landscape and meeting all the nice people. Mm-hmm. Done a lot <laughs> of walking around. Uh, I I, uh, I spent a lot of time at the um, Sloss Furnaces today. Ooh, party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, way underground in the tunnels. Nice. It was really fun. Did you see Vulcan's ass? I, I didn't see Vulcan's ass, but I saw the prick, um, the thing that he's holding up. <laughs> nice. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Flapping and Fawning. What starts with F and ends with CK? I, well, me, Flapjack, of course. I am the loser of Camp Wanakiki season four. Flapjack! Hi, gay. Happy Pride Month. Fawn. Oh, am I? Uh, hey, I'm here too. Hey, Eddie Danger here, Ranger Danger, keeping everybody safe here at Camp Wanakiki. Yes. <laughs> Welcome, Eddie. Uh, hey. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. I didn't know if I was supposed to pretend like I wasn't here so you guys could do an intro, but hello, I'm here. No, I'm having a great time. You're great. You're doing wonderful. Yeah. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. I'm happy in town pride. for um for the the big. M- Boy, uh, boys of pride boy show. show. Yeah, yes. boy show. I'm. I can't wait to see the um the the meat buffet they have planned <laughs> at the Quest Nightclub. It's gonna be quite a sausage fest, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, yes, I'm really excited for that. At the time of recording, that um that show is tonight. So thank you for say- taking some time today to record with us. Oh, totally. Um, but before we get too much into what we're talking about, could you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your pronouns? Oh, uh, pronouns, he, him. I don't really like when people throw some other bullshit into their pronouns like they've been doing. I, I find that to be very cringy every single time they do that. You know, I, I have a problem with that one. I was just thinking about it today. Every time they say he, him, whole, I'm like, that's uh, funny. It's funny for some people, but I don't know if making a big joke out of this makes a whole lot of sense. It's not progressive. But anyway, well, I, I, you usually don't uh, see me show up without my, my signature music. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, la la. <laughs> anyway, sorry about that. I can I, see the sugar bakers drooling now. Oh yeah, <laughs> and me walking up to them being half their height. Okay, thank you. Anyway, I had to have that have that, and if I was going to be included here, exactly, exactly. Well, <laughs> Eddie, th- again, thank you so much for joining us. You got it. We are today talking about the premiere episode of Camp Wanakiki, yeah, season five. How are we already on season five? I feel like it was just yesterday that was season four. I was waiting for Flapjack to come through the, the door, to be I, completely honest. You know, or Fawn to be... <laughs> it's about time you start getting up in there. Yeah. Yeah, what you doing, Fawn? When are you going to be on TV? When I finally audition for something. <laughs> yeah, it does take a lot of planning. Yeah. And, just the uh, tape. You, know, you gotta um, yourself out. Yeah, I would... I mean... Who knows? Maybe I will make an, uh, a reappearance someday. Y'all just keep watching. That's all I'll say for mm-hmm. now. Um, but I am curious. What are y'all? What did y'all think of the premiere? First thoughts before we get into it. Um, I really like some of these campers. There's some really, really, really good campers this season. Yeah, like Avery instant. Oh yeah, instant oh, hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. Like Miss mm. Texas, 1988. Yes. Both oh, of them. Amazing. Have you, got, have you gotten a chance to see them live? 
I have not. Not li- well. Oh. I saw Avery in oh Boston last year. She came, and I was like, she's about to be on season five. Oh, like, for fantastic! Sure. They're both incredible. Knock it out of the park. I've never seen anything like it before. That's what you want to see when you go to a drag show. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that anything's less than what they do, but it's so conceptual. Uh, Avery does their own music. Mm. Mixing everything. Hi, I'm Avery, and you know, carrying on like a complete <laughs> lunatic. That's incredible. Oh She's so God. detail oriented. I love the detail. She she was calling it Camp Wants to Kiki. I I love that. <laughs> What's that one that they call it? They uh, Camp uh, Want to Kill Me. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah and you Vincent know, started that. <laughs> she, <laughs> she references that some, at some point, and this is very fair. And then what are they yes. have swinging around by a rope with a with a cane. Yeah. <laughs> It was wild. I will say overall, I did feel that like season four had a a really, I mean, obviously I'm biased, but I loved the direction (laughs) of the season four premiere. And I hope that we get a little more of that, like as we get into season five, maybe even in the next episode. So I'm holding out hope. Um, they, it seemed like we went back to those like season two and three team based challenges oh, yeah. to get to know the campers at the beginning. Well, it's it was team bonding. Yeah, you know, it was yeah. A, it was a two part. You know, you you get there first, and then you have to meet everybody, and it's overwhelming. People want to uh, see where they are in terms of their personalities. So I understand nobody wants to get straight to the campsite and then be booted off the next day. Right, it, you got to kind of milk it for a little bit. Let people have their moment, and at least like have a chance to sparkle before you start crying. You know, milk them before they cry, right? (laughs) That's I think that is a great motto right there. (laughs) I was the other way at the same time. I've seen that have them cry while they milk, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) while getting milked. Yeah. I was very impressed with how quickly Muffy was able to turn her, how she was able to turn that red corset camper top it out. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, Well, well, some people might have friends that can help them out with that. I think I met the person that did that um, at. Um, oh, the premiere? Uh, no, at uh, at DragCon. Oh, uh, they had, they had that's a booth. Right. Muffy was at their booth, and uh, and I was introduced to them, saying, "This is the person who did my corset," and I was complimenting her all about that uh, corset top. But I, I don't know. I mean, I was I had questions about Avery's because <laughs> you have to size those titties. <laughs> oh yeah, and then you know, like that's a whole situation. Yeah, what what, what did you do? Did you do a lot of customization? No, I just um. I didn't. I didn't want to customize the T-shirt. I just threw the cape over it and then like cinched my waist in. Yeah. So that was pretty much all I did for mine. I think that's what I would do because if you screw it up, like if you roll around in the mud, then you have to wear that right. the whole time. Exactly. Like coleslaws, what just got shorter and shorter and shorter, <laughs> and like eventually was up. like just barely covering their nipples. <laughs> yeah. What about you? What would you get, Vaughn? I don't know. I feel like I'd want to do something over the top, but still like. Still be comfortable. Yeah. Would you wear wear heels or shoes? I would probably wear like a chunky heel. Mm. That way I'm not sinking into the grass. Yeah. (laughs) Because that would be the worst thing. It's like I don't want to be sinking into the ground, but I still want to have a heel on. Yeah. I always wonder about that because you are, you know, you're going to be doing things in those heels. Right. Well, well, maybe you could switch out. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's difficult. I mean, the, the boots, my biggest recommendation, anyone, future Camp Wanakiki person, make sure it's shoes that you have broken in. Oh, I had yeah. brand new boots. Oh, no. Horrible idea. Blister. Horrible, horrible. Like, I had the worst <laughs> blisters of my life. And I think I still have scars from it, in fact. Oh, like, it was God. it was wild. So, Camp Wanna Kill Me is the truth. Battle scars. Well, before we get... So, what? Sorry. Go I ahead. got... I mean, like, I broke in a new pair of heels at Pride on the Plains that actually would probably be the cutest to wear. Oh, yeah? Because they're, like, these chunky heels that are, like, covered in rhinestones. Mm. And, like... <laughs> 
open toe with just like the strap in the back those would be the most comfortable like little chunky heel to wear yeah, totally. still a little bit of sparkle just by the end of camp it'd probably have like one rhinestone left on it <laughs> mine were those ugly blue ice pack slippers i should just wear that next year or next time i don't know why i said next year like i'm on Wait, spoiler alert spoiler hey, credit <laughs> calm down <laughs> all right well it's i don't want to get too far ahead into our thoughts of the season let's jump into this review so it started with a shot of all four seasons represented in the picture frames did y'all see me did you see i was i I did not wow rude i noticed it thank you all the details every time the sugar bakers bring up the past seasons in the past campers we all yes you know we remember those that's right Mm -hmm. because you know what what starts with f and ends with ck me bitch (laughs) um but yes, I always love that they open with that. Bring like we get the mini cameos of the of the campers of uh, Ghosts of Campers Past. The show is built off of it. Truly, it's community yeah. oriented, community uplifted, and all that. Exactly. And you, you know what? I have to commend you, Flapjack, for keeping this uh, this review show going because it was it did not go unnoticed, <laughs> especially by the community. Everybody was waiting on with bated breath to see what you two had to say. And, oh, thank you. Oh, totally. Like we we love this shit. All of us eat it up, even if they don't um, admit it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. have you been watching the Clinica and the Hillary show? We have not yet. I have not. I, well, I have. Have you? I have not yet. I it's on my list, but like also I've been like Pride Month has been wild. Yeah, I just it's I, like I've, I haven't even watched a Drag Race. Like I am literally oh, yeah. doing the bare minimum right now, just keeping up. But I do plan to watch Colt Wanna Keep You. Hillary talks so much shit all the time. Oh, it, I bet it is I, so good. I think it's because of us. I think that she like because she got like low key mad at us about all the flops we did of her looks. What? And oh. now now look at her. She's chain smoking so much in Toronto that the smoke is covering New York City. <laughs> yeah, and the Godzilla came. <laughs> Wow. But anyways, so we got to see the four seasons represented in the picture frames, oh. and we see Cherry working, in quotes, on her computer, and <laughs> Betty realizes she really hasn't been doing anything per usual. My favorite quote from this opening scene was, well, is it inappropriate if they're stepbrothers? <laughs> you know, I was wondering about that that, that whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just... A bunch of questions swirling around with the sugar bakers in that moment. Exactly. <laughs> And then Ruthie comes in and she's back from her visit to Canada. I mean, was she visiting Hillary? I don't know. Like, yeah. that, that was kind of random. Do they have to shout out Out TV uh, or Canada every time since Out TV's based there? Maybe. I, it would make sense. You yeah. know, show them some love because they're showing us a ton of love. True. You true. They're they like, they're uplifting. Let me tell you, they have so many shows that yeah. we can get on. Oh, yeah. The queer arts are like 100% celebrated. Sex workers are all over their shows. Go Go for the Gold's on season two. Oh, it's on, has season two. Well, they just announced the cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I missed that. <laughs> I, I loved season one. Yeah, it was wild. And now they're on to season two. So hopefully they remember me. Thanks for noticing me <laughs> out here. But, uh, but yeah, that's going on. And they have so many opportunities opening up that for the love of DILFs was on it. Oh, yeah. Do you yes. remember that one? Oh, that was It had, um, oh, who is crazy. that? The, he's like a trans porn star, uh, blonde hair, thin. And he like had this video where he was like in like a, a, I think like a lube thing with like a. Oh, no, that's Hot House. Oh. Yeah, but that's Austin. That's also Out that's TV, Austin. right? Yeah, yeah. Austin, Absolutely, yes, yeah. Yeah, because that has Tiffany, Tiffany Pollard on it, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wrong show, but and, still. And Nicki Monet <laughs> is, a, is, a guest, is a host, sorry. No, you're There's great. just so many good Out TV shows. Yeah. Like, they've also got So Fierce, which mm-hmm. is like their sewing competition show, which, you know, like. Oh, yeah. The 
seamstresses of behind the drag artists usually Amazing. don't get a chance to shine. So it's, it's about nice. time. Yeah. It is about damn time. And Gidget Galore, former uh, comedy queen, is one of those um, on So Fierce. Yeah. I hear she did so well on So Fierce. Um, awesome. Last I saw, we were about like halfway through the competition and she was still there. Work. I think she might have won a challenge. Well, speaking of challenges and competitions, <laughs> over at Camp Wanakiki, the Sugar Bakers uh, are talking about work and then all of a sudden they mention, they get a phone call and find out that the camp bus broke down and now all of the campers are hiking their way up the mountain Ooh, to And all those heels. In the heels all and a those, cane. Yep. Um, carrying each other so what can you tell us about behind the scenes of your experience filming there like were you like was all this shot in order were you there for the full yeah filming pretty time? much pretty much things are shot in order i mean you might move things around yeah because like, just the structure of a show but basically the way the narrative arc of like the relationships people garner and the way people treat each other you can tell what's going on right and it's pretty much like one right after the other so like i think that was done like the first day so everybody was generally um uh new to camp and excited about being there and you know the sun was shining and all that and yeah it was really fun and uh getting to meet the people that the relationship is exactly what you see on camera with me and um and the contestants because because it's essentially like I just show up there. Hi, it's nice to meet you guys. Uh, let's get to work, you know. And that's kind of I think that was the first day I was there. Uh, yeah, they, they had us walking up and down that hill, and they had a really great aerial shot that I guess they didn't use. But anyway, it's pretty cool. Yeah, maybe it'll come back around. I Bailey. I mean, was it still Bailey who yeah. was doing the mm -hmm. camera yeah. work? She's the best. Yeah, she brought her boyfriend. She brought her boyfriend. It was amazing. Yeah. Oh, he is so fun. I. Uh, uh, I want to. I feel like I'm this. I have FOMO, like a major FOMO right now for all these season five campers. It sounds like they had such an amazing experience. Throw in an audition tape for next season. Hey, you know what? Maybe I will. <laughs> um, I did notice that Avery was being carried by Girl Haggard oh, yeah. in this, and she, uh, Avery, tweeted that this was filmed a couple of times um, hiking up that mount that hill, and yeah. I remember that hill was pretty steep when we were there. Um, and a girl apparently was like. You're disabled. Hop on my back, and then like was having Avery. Like, girl is her. amazing. Such a great friend to everybody. That is the person you need on your team because mm. they're gonna lift you up. And I, I can't say enough good things about Girl Haggard. But anyway, in this situation, I think we just walked up a few times. I'm sure that would seem like a lot. Yeah. For people that aren't in boots, like with a, with like Doctor totally. Scholes in it, like myself. But yeah, I could see that being really aggravating. And um, she was dealing with a lot of. Um, issues with um, with mobility anyway during the yeah. entire filming process. So I totally get that. But girl is the one to lift you up. I mean, totally. if anything, that is perfectly a, a perfect display of what <laughs> what she's like in real life. Because I've seen it so many times. Not uh, not even on camera. Yeah, you know, this is not a, an act they're putting on. I love that. I, I got to meet girl at um, the Austin International Drag Festival. Oh, and it, yeah. it was pretty brief. Um, the sugar bakers were like, Hey, she's on season five. And I was like, Oh, that NDA is real important. Huh? <laughs> My first time seeing girl, I was like, okay, it's this, it's, it's this type of experience. Yes. You see that fa those faces, uh, that she's ma making when I come up with the balls, like she, all those like <laughs> wacky faces. I was like, okay, this is what's going to happen. She was one of the first people that I met and I was, it, it just really, it solidifies that your, your impressions of, of the season, totally. you know, it's going to be wacky, kind of that coleslaw energy, uh -huh. you know, very chaotic, but that's 
as you get to know her, then things start to change, and then you start to see like the person beneath the the clown. I hate coleslaw. <laughs> it's disgusting. I love coleslaw. I love coleslaw too. Not the food though. Vinegar, <laughs> 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 oh mayo. <laughs> um, so yes, so we get to meet the campers after they hike their way up the mini mountain. Oh yeah. So, um, I one thing that I noticed was that they didn't enter through the stage this time. Yeah. Oh, Dude, yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. But oh, now that really? you pointed out, like, yeah. I, I kind of missed it, but I also was like, I know they try to mix things up. So, I, and the story is that they were hiking up the hill. So, I, I get it. I did miss it, though. I will say. Like, I love the orientation of it all on that first day. It was a little bit jarring that they didn't have that. I'm, yeah. I wonder how they feel about that. I, I'm not sure. Like, because I, I haven't spoken to them about um, missing out on that moment of stepping yeah. through, like, a, a thing. But I, I wonder if they feel some kind of way about that. But they do get these glamour shots. They yeah. do. So, and it's not as awkward as having to stomp in front of people that you don't know. <laughs> say here's who I am and please accept that while everybody's rolling their eyes because they're sizing up the competition right so right I'm, yeah. I assume these were all done kind of like on their own so they could actually amp up their personalities and present the way they want yeah. to as yeah. opposed to when we filmed when it seemed a, like a few people were very uncomfortable about the situation because it's basically like you know a worse nightmare you have an entire um, audit no what what was it like a like an like an amphitheater full of people yes who are your competition you. who are your competition yeah Staring Staring at you and being like, oh, okay, so you're a comedian. <laughs> you know? I mean, I will say, though, it it also, like, I mean, for me, I was getting in my head about everything, but in that entrance moment. I would never expect that from you. Oh, yeah. I don't overthink things at all. Uh, <laughs> Pola, when she did her song, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. <gasps> she's going to win. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, I can still hear it right now. Pola, I, you know. <laughs> I don't know the words, but I, I danced to it. <laughs> I love Paula so much. So the first camper we met was Tara Newhall, and we have already discussed all of the DDFs on a previous episode. It's one of our ones with Kara, so go back and listen to that if you would like to hear our thoughts where we fawned and flopped. But um, we started with Tara Newhall, and she said she was the cool mom at Camp Wanakiki. Did we have any thoughts about Tara Newhall's entrance? I just love Tara. Same. So much. Like, I followed her for a while. So I'm just excited to see her on this season. I think she's going to be great. Totally. Yeah. A whole personality, too. Yeah. It's crazy that that whole cool mom personality is like, it's it's a really nice summation of who they are as an entertainer. Because we uh, what um, during the premiere, they did this, I think it was like almost Jerry Springer. Or no, it was Mari. <laughs> it was, yeah. Oh. <laughs> It was, no, it was like a Mari sort of, you're not the father. And I, I they were like carrying around like a baby. It was just so wacky. And that that energy in that little clip is exactly what you get on stage. I <laughs> love that. And then, of course, the hole. We, she tore yeah. a new hole. Um, and she's from Fort Myers, Florida. And we've already talked a little bit about Girl Haggard, but she is next to be introduced. She is from Long Beach, California. Um, I don't know about y'all, but I... Based on just looking at her DDF compared to her entrance on the show, I feel like I understand her so much more now. At yeah. first, I thought it was just like wild and crazy, like very coastal energy. But I see it's kind of specific, like with rock yeah. and roll, like yeah. that rock rocker energy mm-hmm. now. And I appreciate that perspective. Getting to like get the personality rather than just looking mm-hmm. at it. 
100%. Because I think you could say, oh, that, that's just a clown, a messy, haggard clown. Yeah. But then you start to see that it's more of like a punk rock persona. Yeah. And, yeah but but she sings live, too. Oh. And, yeah. All like The two times I've seen her, um, it was at Ham- Hamburger Mary's West Hollywood. We did that that show together. And I think she did like a cover of Four Non Blondes. It was really wacky. But you can hear it from across the bar, shouting <laughs> her brains up. And same thing over in, um, in Kansas City. Same thing. Not different act but yeah singing live it was it was all um parody music but fantastic really worth seeing that's a real shit show it's awesome i love that i love when like people actually sing and like because queen of the universe i am not somebody that can sing (laughs) yeah so like props to you for being able to do something i can't because like that's something i wish i could do yeah so i'm always just enthralled when somebody is able to actually like sing like that yeah but girl just seems fun yeah like when you see it when you see her perform it is a fun person who just does not give a fuck how they're perceived and they're just <laughs> having a blast and every it's infectious so the yeah. audience is like ah even if they don't like the song or yeah. they don't understand what she's talking about it's still <laughs> it's, hilarious this is a good time yeah well rolling on down we have miss texas 1988 um, and she did mention that she is non-binary, uses she, they pronouns. So I know we like to highlight our NB performers on this pod. Um, so I'm really excited to see what she does. And she's another one who significantly impressed me this week. I oh, yeah. didn't really oh, expect yeah. it at first. Um, but I, yeah, <laughs> I'm obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't want to jump right into the talent show. Oh, We're going to wait for that yeah, one, we'll, right? Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, we can keep 100%, moving. 100% just the personality you get here is the personality that you get in person. Wacky, amazing artist um, uh, up in uh, doing the, the viewing party at the Cuff Complex. I saw mm, that one in, yes. in uh, Washington. Amazing, amazing human. Good. Uh, really sexy out of out of geesh too. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> mm, oh, <yeah. laughs> also, like that paint is just so like impactful. Yeah. I love her makeup. Because she does like the multicolored freckles, right? Yeah. Um one one thing I noticed was she said that she wants to be the reigning camp supreme. And I was like, hold on, we already have a sovereign of camp. So and but since this was filming during while season four was coming out, I guess they wouldn't know what yeah. the new yeah. title is. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. No, we actually did a little viewing party together for one of the episodes where, where everybody came together and we all watched it because it was just crazy that like how immersed you are in Camp Wanakiki when you're in the campsite and then you're watching the show that you filmed last year at the campsite. Oh, that's insane. It's very meta, I bet. Yeah, like, really <laughs> wild because you're looking right and left and you're just like, oh, you guys are you know, just the same. If <laughs> I remember correctly, when they were filming, wasn't that the the... Wasn't the first week the episode with the double elimination? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was. I might be wrong, but if it was, what a way to shit your pants! Like <laughs> while, <laughs> while oh, watching, while you're, yeah, but you're, you're like sitting there. Filming Welcome to day three, just, right. double <laughs> elimination. <laughs> right. uh, next up, we have Muffy Vanderbilt the third from Houston, Texas. Um, Texas toddler, Texas toddler, and she has that corseted T-shirt. Obsessed. That hair. Yeah, the hair is very cute. It really gives that Texas toddler pageant energy. 100%. Yeah. Like, it's unmistakable. I, I, like, I, I really like when a brand nails it right on the head. Yeah. Like Fawn. When you're wearing the, the <laughs> when you're wearing that wig, that mm-hmm. iconic wig. I don't even know if I should call it a wig. I mean, I call it a wig. Yeah. It's, I, it's it, hair. It was a lot of work and like it was... I want it. I would say trial and error, but luckily I got it right the first time. <laughs> yeah. Um, Humble brag. <laughs> I was expecting it to be trial and error. I was like, we're going to make this and it's probably going to look like shit, but yeah. 
It turned out. Well, so. if I were going to see a fawn, then a, a, a wig made of antler. No, antler right. made of, of a wig. <laughs> that, that's 100%. Like, that's what you want to see. Yeah. It's iconic. Everybody should, was, probably wanted to take pictures with you that oh, night. Oh, yeah. So I met a fawn. And then I wore it to Pride on the Plains last weekend, too. Yes. And people, I wore it with my non-binary Pride outfit. And people were like shitting. And like, at one point, I was standing <laughs> under a tree. And they didn't even realize that the hair was like... They thought it was just like a branch that was above <laughs> me. A bird land on you. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I was gonna say something and it's totally gone. Oh, I know what it was. Oh, hey, it's Fawn at the. So oh, yeah. at our viewing parties, we have this like I guess it's a joke, but we, like in the intro in season four, there was always like a part where a deer was there. At oh, the yeah. same part every time. At the same part every time, and so I would go, "Oh, hey, it's Fawn." Like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Everybody exactly. Threw hot dogs at the, <laughs> at the Fawn. I think we we would drink when we would see it at, yeah. towards the end. But Aww. there was they cut that out this time of season. There five, was still a but deer there was, though, and so we were watching. We were like, "Oh, hey, it's Fawn!" Like everyone said it at the same time. <laughs> it awesome. was really fun. Um, okay, so we've covered Muffy, our Texas toddler. Next up, we have Avery Goodname from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, I Obviously, we love the Tatas, but my favorite line from her was um, she talked about, I'm, I'm excited to get to meet Ruthie and the Sugar Bakers because meeting real life monsters is going to be so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, um, shade, amazing. <laughs> you know what? I have something to say about this specific um, moment because I, I was watching the YouTube thing. I keep up with all the Camp Wanakiki stuff. I I, yes. I don't I don't voice my opinion much, but I keep up with it. And they they released the first episode on YouTube, and people were coming in and saying some crazy opinions about like what they thought about Dixie's name and some other Avery. Yeah, the, the name of Cape, Camp Wanakiki. But the thing having to do with Avery is that somebody said that paint is so dark it's giving blackface for me and I'm like she's black <laughs> thank you right like thank you well <laughs> and this is the same thing with James Mansfield before before um, she got on Drag Race uh, All-Stars and started to showcase her Hispanic heritage everybody right. was saying mm. why is this white blonde running around doing all these Latin songs yeah all these assumptions I know and yeah. it was like it's like it's clear as day I think it's nice to take some time to like if you don't know educate yourself right. and ask when you get the chance rather than just go online and like spout some bullshit. It yeah. Was just Do crazy. your research before you're going to go in the comment section. Yeah. And of course I'm not going to say anything. I don't know who would except for Avery. Avery. I mean, say, she did. Excuse me. Oh, she did? <laughs> I yeah. mean, I know she tweeted about it and she was like, well, I am black. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Well, yeah. I, I didn't know that she piped. I wouldn't have brought it up if I knew that she piped in, but, <laughs> but I just saw it and I was like, oh, you know what? I'm just, I'm, I'm going to mention this to them next time. Right. Right. <laughs> that this is going on the comment section, but that's YouTube. That's when people are allowed to comment. Right, right. And and I'm, I don't know, I am glad that they, it's interesting to see the, that difference because you don't get it for the rest of the season. So everyone gets their opinions out on that, in that one space. Right. Like, I, I just don't know where people should go to talk about Camp Wanakiki. Yeah. Like, because there's not really a space for it anymore. The Reddit page isn't super active due to some moderator rules. Oh my God. And it's like, where, where do we go? There needs to be some, some place that people can give feedback or, or discuss at some in some manner because Facebook was that also for a little bit but right. then you have to like you know you have to be involved in that you have to keep it up and you have to delete comments exactly. when they get like hateful towards each other mm -hmm. but that, I mean that's a lot but yeah it is crazy I, I I think the sugar bakers mentioned that because we were all talking about how like 
I, I can't wait to see how people are going to react to this season. We're really excited to see the the um, the the audience's reaction. And um, yeah, nothing. Well, like, what can you say except for like just scrolling through and seeing the campers post and seeing what they what well, their friends right. saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, or I, like the viewing parties, obviously. It, yeah, exactly. I've seen some discussion on Twitter, um, but I don't know. Maybe the sugar bakers should do one of those like drag race moments where they do the extra long hashtags, like yeah. hashtag. This just seems so fair. I don't know. <laughs> Something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Next up, we have Jacqueline Jill from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, I enjoyed her entrance line as well. She said, "It is a low budget version of creativity." It's that so I good. Offer. <laughs> Jacqueline, Jacqueline actually actually said that she didn't even remember saying that. She said, I didn't really? realize that was so funny. <laughs> yeah, well, because we were cracking up at that premiere party. Because right, that was right. just such a well-stated joke. Uh-huh. I don't even think she knew it was a joke. Yeah, it was just probably a the fact. best thing about it. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah, she seems very fun. And she... I, I didn't expect it from her to be so like quick-witted and lighthearted and funny. Oh yeah, you know, well, the whole time. Well, she like works with uh, Ruthie up in um up in Milwaukee. Yeah, mm-hmm. she does bingo with Ruthie, doesn't she? Yeah, uh, so yeah. She's, yeah. she's the best. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be interested to see how that plays out. <laughs> um, next up, we had Dixie Crystals uh, from Denver, Dixie. Colorado. Love Dixie. It was it was an interesting reaction in the viewing party in the South, though I will say because yeah. when she came on and was like, "Howdy." Like we were like, hold on, Denver. What do you What do you do? What do you What are you going for? Well, it's a character, mm-hmm. and and uh, I mean, if anything, uh, earns it because uh, she comes out in a hottie outfit. Yeah, she later, really does. But I'm not going to talk about the talent show. Oh, yet. that hair was gorgeous. But I I love Dixie. Um, I'm actually going to go see her in um in Denver. I'm booked out there for their Pride, and she's running nice. the um, the Pride thing. Yeah, definitely um, amazing. And and by the way, Dixie sang um Define Gravity live. Wait, really? Yes, it knocked everybody off their feet. I've never seen somebody sing live. Uh, that well, to be honest, like huh. she was in this gorgeous, like emerald. Um, uh, was it the UFO look? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but the UFO that. was off. Okay, so it, it was giving what, what you would expect. Have and you that's seen like the- not an easy song. I, either. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I was like, uh-huh. the, because like people do it and do it poorly all the time. So in order to do yeah. that song and like do <laughs> it, it well it, it, in front of a bunch of yeah. critics that are drag queens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it was incredible. I can't say en- enough things about. Dixie. Well, her. Uh, did you that see her, her premiere, premiere look? look? All the, the, UFO all the one? premiere party looks were great. All I loved great. Muffy's um, pizza look. Oh yeah, I think the, the UFO one was my favorite. Um, anyways, welcome <laughs> Dixie Crystals. Next up, we got to meet Riley Poppy Seed. Uh, Riley Poppy Seed in his British accent. I am <laughs> Is it so right? obsessed with him. Yeah, I'm so obsessed with infectious Riley. Infectious personality, yeah. infectious joy. Every. Thing he says brings a smile to my face. It's amazing. Uh, and did you see the stomping around that was going on in the beginning? I, th- I when think I was so. walking with the campers, yes. it's just it cracks me up every time. <laughs> amazing. He, I, I believe, he is the very first drag king, black drag king, to ever appear on any drag reality yeah. competition show. Yeah. So, or I think drag reality show. Period. So, amazing job, Riley. That's awesome history. And in Pride Month, way to be historic. And uh, we had two more campers. Dee Dee Comes Well um, from Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> what do we think about Dee Dee? 
runs all of Kansas City, uh, as far as I know. Oh, yeah. Runs the entire city. Uh, Dee Dee has, has a delightful personality. And you know what's funny about this specific um, uh, scene is that she says, Hi, Mom! And yes. in that premiere party in Kansas City, her whole family was sitting there. Hi, Mom! The first time oh she hears God. it, her mom is sitting right there. Oh, Amazing. That's, I, that's so special! Yeah, ah. it really was. Oh my God. Okay. Work. Well, I'm, I'm really excited to see what she does. I mean, I also am a big lover of vintage, so I, I've, I've enjoyed her aesthetic a lot so far. So I have a lot of questions about see. the pants though, because mm. I, if I were planning to be rolling around in the mud at a campsite, I would be a little cautious with white pants, but yeah. I don't, I mean, what do I know? I'm not a drag queen. Hmm. Oh, they uh, just in drag in general, I'm cautious to wear white because it'll get so dirty, whether you're in yeah. a bar outside, yeah. you've got 20 pounds of makeup on. It's going to rub off on yeah. something. Are they just white, though? But, oh, that's porn. Um, based on the way <laughs> that... What, what kind of porn is it? <laughs> it? You know, Instagram just shows you all kinds of stuff. Uh, oh, just some so little underwear Instagram stuff. Instagram porn. Um, but, okay, aren't these, like, not just white pants, though? Or maybe You were there in person, so maybe you knew. They're white. Oh. I Yeah, I, I got thought they were, like, a shimmery <laughs> silver. I, no, I, no, I got up close and personal with those. They're very white. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, yeah. Ranger Danger. Yeah. <laughs> And last but certainly not least, we have Rita Taro, our witchy bitch from Chicago, Illinois. So you have an entire week to maintain a persona. And we're starting off with every witch pun under the sun. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to see how they carry this this forward, you know? Every single one. I'm glad that they gave her the music. Yeah, um, it really fits her character. To sweeten the, um, the situation. How do you feel about it? I'm honestly, I'm just excited to see where it goes yeah. uh, because I know that I don't know enough about witchy witch stuff to. She said, build "Witch, on I'm that. from Chicago." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know enough about to like to play that forward for a really long time. So I'm interested to see how Rita does it. Um, but we should probably take a break and then talk about the daily camp activity. BRB. And we are back with special guest Ranger Danger. Hey there. How you doing? <laughs> so we are now going to discuss the daily camp activity that we saw for episode one. Um, and the, it was broken up into two different parts. First, they broke into two teams. It was a pair of everything, right? So right. there were two teams for a two-day challenge, and no one is taking a hike in the first episode. What do we think about this news? I think it's great. Like... I like not sending somebody home first episode. Yeah. It gives everybody a chance to shine. I'm happy about it, especially being in the room. Yeah. Uh, You don't want that large disappointment to hit somebody if, you know, they think that they're out of the games. Like, let them have fun. Let them at least do a whole narrative arc. And then and then we could start, you know, bickering and critiquing and all that. Totally. It takes a little pressure off that first episode, I would imagine. I think so, especially because the camp activities seem so, you know, kind of it doesn't really it didn't seem as much of a competition as it was showcasing their personalities and how entertaining they can be while accomplishing a wild task. I will say I was a little bit of a bitter Betty 
uh, about it just because my season we we went out on episode one we had a, a, a someone take a hike right but i do agree I, I i enjoy a split premiere getting to spend more time with everyone but well, i was also about, sitting there a little sour <laughs> and just the thing about the sugar bakers is that they they learn you know yeah like, they they churn this stuff out but also they see how people react to things and they don't want to put them through this through what they they perhaps went wrong with in the past mm-hmm. so i think just letting things marinate because everybody's got to stay with each other in these cabins yeah. they all have to be friends and you have to give them a moment to just accomplish something all at once before like maybe ostracizing people exactly or, you know saying that you need to sit and not over be there a, yeah yeah not be a part rough. of the, the fun so one of the things that i think was smart and they couldn't have predicted was drag racing it up not having like a no elimination first episode yeah. send somebody yeah, home yeah. and drag race got really critiqued for that this year of like send actually sending somebody home first episode yeah and then camp ends up like not and i think that was something unexpected that speaking of which um this season of all stars i believe there's like this uh secondary challenge where everybody's getting to showcase oh the their fame games. Yeah. totally ripped that out that of camp one camp one yeah <laughs> totally <laughs> that's i mean you know i mean i'm not saying that they're watching it but you know they're it's, watching it's, it. it's nice to give them an opportunity <laughs> to showcase what they spent money on yeah and, and did specifically for this um, challenge instead of like having everybody go out and say this is what I would have done, you know. Like, right. Give them an incentive. Bring that for the like regular seasons of Drag Race 100%, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, people spend the money. I agree. But you know, I wonder if that's fair because then the more people see of you on television, the more endeared they're going to be to you. So unless you like have a really extra personality like Katya did in her original season and had that YouTube channel um, that was like really blowing up while the show was airing, like you really have to fight to become relevant and get those likes up so you can win the fame game. You know, I think that was the only case that somebody who had been kicked off the show or wasn't like a a winner ended up with a larger following. Yeah. Yeah. I know Irene got a pretty decent following this year because she would have been like the runway girl. uh I also think there's so much you can do with like what you do after you leave the show, you know, like we, I I did a photo shoot with every single one of my looks for the, the one that we didn't really have a look for, which was the stand up comedy challenge. I did a makeover of my husband, (laughs) you know? And so I think that like there are ways that, people who are doing the fame games who may not have been on as long could boost that Mm. potentially, Mm -hmm. but it's really on them. I think that's why RuPaul has been like, what you post on social media is up to you at, you know, whenever describing the fame games. So, wow. Yeah. That explains what Heidi is doing. Well, I think she got disqualified. (laughs) Poor thing. Um, All right. Let's talk about Ranger Danger's ball sack. Okay. So the, we split the teams up and we find out that the red team, well, we, we, they pull balls out of your sack. Yes. Ooh. Ah, be gentle. <laughs> be gentle. Ten whole balls. That's a medical miracle. I know. It's shorn, too. <laughs> um, we find out that the red team is going to be Muffy, Tara, Rita, Riley, and Miss Texas 1988. Ra- uh, red Publican. What? Red Cablin. Red Cabin Republic Queen. Oh, yes. The it, Red yes. Cabin it's, Republic it's Queen. stuck in my head. It was. That brilliant. was really funny. No. On the spot, too. That yeah, that's amazing. She seems very very quick witted, which I love. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> then on the blue team, it was Avery, Dee Dee, Girl, Dixie, and Jacqueline. Um, w- and then when they like s- the sugar baker snapped their fingers and they s- switched into those uh, different outfits, I was really impressed that Muffy had like a red corseted T shirt. Yeah. 
Ranger Danger, do you know if she had a blue one? Like a blue corseted t-shirt? Honestly, as well? I don't know anything about that. If if she managed to corset that up, then this might I don't know. I didn't see any seamstresses on there. Yeah. Maybe maybe I don't know if anybody really had all that much time. Interesting. We gotta get to the bottom of that. Hmm. Okay. Because I, I always thought that you were just what were all of them designed in the same manner? The DDFs? Yeah, yeah. Were all of the red and blues designed in the same manner? No, no. Well, no. Like, they all had, like, their own version of it, of their costume, yeah. right? Or th- of their DDF. And I know the only other variation I saw was that um, Avery had, you know, she, like, cut a hole in a blue T-shirt and for her, oh, can't yeah, work, like, her huge tits to be open. But Muffy's was corseted? Oh, it was fully mm-hmm. corseted, yeah. Wow. So I wondered if they sent it beforehand. Um yeah, I because wonder if they sent a red and blue one beforehand or if they just sent one color beforehand. Wow, I don't know. <laughs> They'd leave me interest, out of all that interest, stuff. I, I wouldn't know. We'll have to get Opalescence on the case. She's Sleuthy Keister. Oh, my God. Um, she can find out for us for sure. Uh, well, the, we found out that the first game is Fruit Loop Frolic, where the campers will use the swing and land in hoops for points. What did we think of this challenge? I thought it gave me an opportunity to swing around on a rope. Oh yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it's fun. Good. Um, (laughs) Also, I it seemed like a lot of fun, like to to be doing. Uh, A little bit. um, I felt bad for Avery, but uh, then again, this is about um, being a comedian in the situation that you're in. She she could stand though. Do you know? Was good. Do you know if any like concessions were made in the episode for her or like accommodations were made that's probably a better i word. don't know i mean i kind of stay out of people's way when yeah. they're doing the actual um challenges i that i just kind of fuck off and go <laughs> lay on a bench or something or oh i remember yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm busy uh, you know getting my body right or whatever. right 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 keeping sure. that to you <laughs> um yes uh, also, they did like their their cutaway moments. I loved when Avery said that she, someone, I think girl said she was a prop comic, and then Avery's like, "No, I'm a propped up comic." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we got where did that come from? <laughs> Genius, yeah. right? I'm I'm a- like quick of girl's part, and then even more quick on Avery's 100%. part. Yeah, absolutely. I'm shocked when these things land so well. Same. And uh, of course, we got that reference from Girl Haggard with the help is on the way, dear, from Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sh- other people at the viewing party didn't get it, but I was like, how do you not? Well, g- every time get I've watched moment? it with somebody, they, they pointed that out. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. People I'm, know. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not alone. Okay. So, from that challenge, the red team got 25 points. And it's, a, it's probably important to mention that if, if you have not watched the episode, the point system, it works so that whoever has the most points, whichever team, will not have someone take a hike um, in episode two. So they obviously want points because that really matters a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we had a very wonderful game called Blow and Poppers. New sound on the soundboard. Regular Saturday night. (laughs) Sounds about right. I'm glad Poppers got a shout out. You know, they don't get enough love these days. Honestly, I feel like that was more of the insider knowledge for, or like a, like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge to the former campers that know about Ruthie, you know, and her Uh, obsession with Poppers (laughs) at the campfire. (laughs) What's her favorite uh, brand of Poppers? Do you know? My favorite is Pig Sweat. Oh, I like Mm. Nitro. I don't know if I, I haven't had nitro. nitro. It just has a cool packaging. <laughs> it looks really fun. It's like action hero poppers. Oh. Intr- I thought that was Super Rush. Oh, uh, I well, can't That's do... also very cool looking. I, I enjoy the double Scorpio, but it is kind of expensive, I will say. Yeah, it's, it's like designer. It's designer. Yeah. They, they did a whole campaign. They yeah. put it on a chain. 
<laughs> there's, a, there's one brand called Twisted Beast that's out of the UK that I keep wanting to buy, but it's just like those are like really designer too. How mm. about Maximum Impact? I haven't tried that. Is that oh. the one that's like in the aerosol can? Yeah, and then you put it on a rag and yeah. put it on your face. I have not tried that. <laughs> oh, wow. Sniff this rag. Huh, I'd be down. <laughs> uh, no, I've been using Mutiny a lot lately. Oh, okay. And I don't know. It's feeling your pirate fantasy. I am. I, you know I love booty. <laughs> That's perfect for it. <laughs> okay, so blow and poppers. We get this lovely visual of Cherry um, blowing uh, behind a, well, the backside. Well, <laughs> how do you explain this? Uh, well, I'm getting uh, a blowjob <laughs> from a drag queen. <laughs> this uh, is what Fox News is warning us about. For sure. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. We're, we're um, blowing up um, balloons for, for popping. And it's uh, the, the challenge is that the, the campers will have them attached to their legs and then they will gallivant around trying to uh, stomp out the other teams. And yeah, there's me uh, thrusting and, and moaning while, <laughs> while uh, the sugar bakers, um, you know, do, you know, how do about that? No. <laughs> Thanks, Cherry. Thank you for the moment. Normally she has a cocktail in her hand, but I, I guess this time she just settled for the cock. <laughs> um, all right. So what do we think of this challenge? The, yeah, they were all, they all had the balloons. Yes. It almost like gave me similar energy to the like paintball challenge from last Same. season. Same. That's what I was, that's exactly what I was thinking too. Um, yeah, it, this, it was kind of hard to keep up with exactly, but I, obviously the blue team did really well because I only think one of their people got out. Yeah. Right? Um, Everybody I, was like a lot more focused on having their moment as a character. Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, we got this really wonderful one that is now added to our soundboard as well. This seems really fun and fair. <laughs> yeah, with a cane. With a cane. Poor, but, but you did see a lot of campers stomping on the balloon rightfully saying this is my balloon to pop and then giving it another go while the other um, campers stood there and, mm. and waited. So I think it was fair. I think it was people getting their moment. It was fine. I mean, I, it was, it seemed like everybody had a lot of fun, Yeah, which is all that really matters because if you can showcase your, your personality and you get your moment and then we can, you know, keep it going, then that's nah, fine. Then we amped up the camp and had a campy can do attitude. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So by the end of the challenges, blue is in the lead. We uh, with red team having thirty five points and blue having fifty points, which brings us to the talent show, and we'll talk about it right after this break. <laughs> Now I'm all messed up. <laughs> <laughs> It's time for the talent show. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're wonderful. Thank I've heard that so many times. <laughs> right? It just it plays in in my nightmares on repeat. Like, like, a, like a like a saw, like a like a buzz saw. <laughs> Nails on a chalkboard. You just hear that trumpet in the background. I love it. So it opens with the sugar bakers telling us that we are going to get signature campy looks, as is the tradition at Camp Wanakiki for episode one. What do we think of their looks? I love the butterflies. Me, Me too. too. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed this look. Um, I thought it was a, 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 a bit different for them. Also, I should shout out that they got those new pink uniforms for this season. Um, and Betty, Beautiful. Betty told me at the Austin International Drag Festival that she makes all of their stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm honestly really impressed. Yeah, we went to Santiali and they were finding uh, new fabrics 
Amazing, amazing craftsmanship. Yeah. She could turn it out too. I love that she has that skill. It's nice to know that, like, that, I mean, because, you know, I I don't know any other um, TV show, like, host that is making their own stuff like that. So it's nice to know that, like, they have that element in it. You mean RuPaul's not making her own garments? Shaka Khan. And finding perfectly perfect equivalents between apples and cherries. I, uh-huh. They found some fabric that was both apples and cherries. Those bags that they were carrying at DragCon were apples and cherries, <laughs> and they perfectly match. I don't know if this is apple and cherry uh, era or whatever, but they're, they're very available, those two in pairs. So g- good on the sugar bakers. It's amazing. One thing is definitely true. They're both a couple of fruits. All right, let's move on. Uh, Ruthie had this wonderful fringe look, and you know Ruthie is always gonna sell sell it to us. So I just wanted to Absolutely. shout her out. I love this fringe look as well. Yeah. And it's time to start the show. So we have a very sophisticated system here at flapping and fawning for whether we like or dislike a look. If we like it, it's a <laughs> fawn. If we don't like it, it's a flop. And if it's the best thing we've ever seen, it's a fetch. Stop trying to make fetch happen it's not going to happen i know right and i will say you know for season four i was being especially careful because i knew every single one of those campers they're near and dear to my Mm, heart so i wanted to be oh so kind but i don't know any of these horse now so um (laughs) uh, don't take it too hard if i if i rip it to shreds okay i mean look i lost i'm allowed to do that uh all right fawn will you kick us off with our first look First up, we have Jacqueline Jill serving you some giant knockers. Is this thing on? Um, I, you know what it gave me? What did it give you? It reminded me of Jimbo's entrance. Yeah, uh, for uh, All Stars. Yeah, eight. Yeah. What is this? Yeah, eight. Okay, fair. It's just like this isn't the first time that Camp does something that is also on Drag Race, just like different and a little staggered yeah. just a little staggered mm-hmm. <laughs> um I, I i will say you know she described herself as the low budget version of that so i i do kind of see that in this as well she I, said low budget version of creativity of creativity yes so with the <laughs> i mean you know those the inflatable tits i i enjoyed that um i loved the mouth yes yeah, really fun and she said, life's a beach and Jacqueline is prepared. She is serving you L.A. Momager realness. Whether your daughter is out at an award show or making a sex tape, you can relax knowing you never watched her in the first place. Now that you're famous by association, you'll never have to work a day in your life again. Now with your new hips, tits, and natural lips, you'll be able to lure all of the menses and have a few extra pumps in that new butt of yours. <laughs> all right. So what do we think? Fawn or flop? This is a fawn for me. I'd have to flop it just because of the thong situation. Mm, let's take a look. Oh, yeah, it was a bit. It, it was very thongy, which I, it, we're here for comedy, but, you know, just a little distracting. I, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I, I thought that a lot of the elements didn't, I don't know, it, it didn't seem as, as cohesive as it could have been. That's like fair. the blue of the um, the bikini and the hat. Like, I don't know. It, it felt a little thrown together, but I see what she was going for. So I, I think I'm going to lightly fawn it because I enjoy. I, I would fawn the delivery of mm. the um, of the explanation, which is really a, a big part of the um, the talent show anyway. Yeah. It's selling is. the whole show. And it's also one of those looks that like at, it immediately makes an impact. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you know what you're getting. When yeah. You yeah, totally. Like if, if she was uh, lip syncing to something, it would be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She looks like a real life blow up doll. 
Well, well done, Jacqueline. You got two and a half fonts. Next up, we have Muffy Vanderbilt the Third. What do we think of this ice cream look? It's beautiful. It mm-hmm. reads beautiful. It looks beautiful on camera. But we do have to ask, do we want things to be craft, like made by the contestant? Or do we want things maybe too beautiful? Mm. You know, like, how, what, what, what are we looking for here? That's, that's always my question because this is gorgeous. Right. But if you compare that to what, say, Girl Haggard is bringing, it's, uh, it's, it's not on the same scale. Right, yeah. right. I, 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 no, I agree. I think the scale of what they're they're looking for it does tend to slide from time to time. Yeah. Um. But it seems, based on my experience there, it seems like they really want to see that you have a concept that has levels to it, and that was what I thought was missing for Muffy's performance. But I, I think this look is gorgeous. It's beautiful. She, I mean, she never misses when it comes uh, to the look. You know, on camera. And to be able to have like glitter all over the face and it not like yeah. completely ruin the mm-hmm. makeup. Yeah. And the hair is amazing. <sighs> her the- hairstyling skills. I follow her hairstyling account on Instagram. So good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And she, for her description, she gave lots of puns. They call me the ice cream bandit because I am one smooth cream and all. A real cream cone true. I love all types of ice cream. I don't play flavor it's. With me, you'll end up skipping dinner and getting straight to the pint. I always get the scoop, though we have, though we have, and though we have been, although we have had our rocky roads, I heard thankfully the Supreme Court rules the ice cream ban unconstitutional. Thank you for listening to my d- dissertation on ice cream. I saw online that this is like a recreation of one of her very first things that she did in drag. Interesting. Because there's someone else that had... Okay. Okay. I'll get to it when I get to it. But in- that's interesting. Because I saw her post a side-by-side of like her as a baby oh, that's nice. versus like this. Elevate, right? Uh-huh. Um, so that's a fawn for me. Hardcore oh, fawn. Yeah. But um, but I would like to see something that seemed a little more upcycled or maybe like thrown together and see like if, if the if the presentation is hits the same. I know? agree. It's a fawn for me uh, based on the look, but I do yeah. hope that we get that funny moment from her. Um, There's the, a way the to be pretty and be funny. Exactly, exactly. Um, moving on, we have we're gonna spell it out. A V E R Y. <laughs> what did we think of this? Spelling bee. Oh look. my god! <laughs> glamour shots, 100% glamour, glamour shots. Oh like my every god! Every shot of Avery is amazing. That you can screenshot it and throw it up on Instagram. Anyone? Exactly. Ugh. I. This is a fetch. Uh, already? Yeah. Oh my god! Stop trying to make fetch happen. Can it's I fetch not the going face? To of course you can. I'll fetch Stop the face. You can do whatever you want. Happen. Thank you. It's fetch all shoot hot fetch all over that face. We love to see it. <laughs> yeah, <it's sweet. laughs> I am just so obsessed. And like sh- the sugar baker said, we've never seen anything like this and we probably never will again. Absolutely. And that is such a hard thing to be able to do as a drag artist mm. because yeah. everything has been done. Yeah. I think we're going to be really impressed with Avery this season. I'm not going to quite fetch it. I'm going to give it a fawn. Um, the o- and the big reason for I that. I might be giving two fetches today. Oh, snap. Well, you're just throwing your fetches all over the place. Yeah. Uh, well, the the reason for that for me, I maybe I am just the dumb one. I went to St. Clair County Education. So um, 
I did not quite understand how it spelled dress at first. And then on my third viewing of it, I realized the boobs were the D. Ah, uh, yeah. And yeah. That, that was the thing for me. I was like, what? And I think if I, if I saw it at a bar, I would be a little confused at first. Double Ds. Duh! <laughs> I know. I can't believe I didn't get it. So... <laughs> Amazing, huge fawn for me to her, and then as well, two fetches. Amazing job, Avery. Were you going to read the thing? Oh, yes, that's right. Actually, would someone mind reading it? I'll read it. Oh, hi, it's me, Philadelphia-based drag queen and spelling bee winner, Avery Goodname. I wanted my debut camp wants to kiki look to be (laughs) something really demure and simple, something that really just spells everything out for you. Fun fact, all the letters on this dress are secretly an acronym the D stands for drag queen, the R stands for really good, and the E stands for estradiol, baby, four milligrams a day. <laughs> the first S stands for the sl- for slurp, and the second S stands for slime. Oh, and in case you can't find my butt, it's been labeled for your convenience. It says, uh, it says butt on her ass. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> With a nice arrow going up it. You so. could like, see the performance already. It's, it could be like a, like a Sesame Street thing. Yeah. Thing. And like, having a dress out of letters, I mean... It's fascinating. And, and for it to be able to like hold together and not like droop like in an unflattering oh, yeah. way. Uh-huh. And she will be at one of our viewing parties here in Birmingham in August. Wow. And that weekend, she's actually going to be sticking around for our family friendly drag show. She's a having. really good time. So I have a blast. I'm very excited to have her here. Um, next tell, up. Tell her to do the I have nothing act. Do oh, it. okay. It's hilarious. Oh, I got to ask. Oh my God. I have yeah. nothing. Okay. Avery, if you're listening, this is your, my request. I have nothing, please. <laughs> Next up, we have Miss Texas 1988. Um, and this was, how would y'all describe this performance? Incredible. Art, it's art. Absolutely. The shouting was um, so. Uh, <laughs> oh, did she scream? Like, overwhelming. Yes. Like, oh, the, the one they used is, is like the sound bite from the actual recording. But she was oh, shouting nice. and carrying on, and it was very dramatic in person. I love that. So much more dramatic in person. I, I'm not sure. I think that, yes, I feel like you had gone to film Gogo for the gold at this point, but there was something similar that happened with Clinica's finale look. Mm-hmm. Um, the Like when they took off the the headpiece, you know, yeah. and they had that scream. We were all just like, oh my God, yeah. it was so powerful. So uh-huh. I feel like I was just totally silent when I was doing mine. I was yeah. like, just dancing. Yeah, <laughs> but well, I know you could hear us the foot shuffle. Exactly. <laughs> The, the foot squeak sound. Okay, now we're going to try a different shot. <laughs> That's me. Is that good? In between the tears that I couldn't stop crying for some reason. Well, I was very <laughs> impressed with this. I mean, she starts as the Miss America queen. She flips her baton and drops it and everything falls apart. And she reveals that she's in a canvas dress that says failure across it. And her wig comes off and she's like balding. This really spoke to me, but I, I think I liked it so much because, because you're a loser. Yes. But like <laughs> in that first talent show, you know, like I had that, that moment where like my hair got messed up and I really like freaked out about it yeah. and I should have just moved on and let like not let it get to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, it just spoke to me a lot. So have you ever tried to sew burlap? I have not. Wow. Well, it seems difficult. I imagine it would not be the easiest thing. I don't think so either. So we should give her a bit, some props for that. Yeah. <laughs> Like the reveal, I would not have expected the reveal and the reveal was really good. Yeah. And if you're going to have a reveal, what you've got on underneath it needs to be more interesting than what you took off. Yes. True. Once the wig came off, it was a whole is a whole presentation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And for her description, she said, here she is, Miss America. Ah! 
Oh no, I've dropped my baton. I've ruined everything. I quit. I quit. I quit. I'm a failure. I don't deserve the crown. Quentin Crisp once said, if at first you don't succeed, failure may just be your style. And I couldn't feel more like a beloved failure than I do in this burlap dress. Maybe American constructions of success and beauty are something we should all fail at a little more. <laughs> Which also plays into like their, their, them being non-binary. And uh, I, yeah. yeah, so this is a huge fetch for me. Amazing. Uh, this is my favorite one of the week by far. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. What about y'all? Fun of love? Fun. I'm also going to fetch. Fetch. All right. Stop trying to make fetch happen. I'm being it's very generous this <laughs> first episode with my fetches. I love it. I love it. All but right. those also were the two that like really grabbed mm-hmm. me when I was watching. Yeah. Because it, it's a talent show. Yeah. It's a whole situation. It grabbed on like static cling. Like our next entertainer, <laughs> Tara Newhole. <laughs> <laughs> what did we think of this laundry look? I love the skid marks. <laughs> there was a light in inside of um, her um, head, like in that the in washing that machine. Washing yeah, it, it illuminated. It didn't catch so well on camera, but it was it was bright in the room. Oh, cool. Yeah, Fawn. What did you think? Um, I really like the concept. I do kind of wish there was a little more like intention for where things were placed. Mm, okay. Rather than it just look like things were literally thrown on there, but also then I guess it wouldn't really look like a laundry pile. Yeah. If it was, uh, uh, if, if she said it was, she was a laundry monster or yeah. something, then maybe, <laughs> I mm. mean, that, that's how we feel about the la- stack of laundry in our room. Yeah, for sure. I, I really enjoyed this. I mean, I, I think the concept is there. This totally took me to a Miss Comedy Queen outrageous evening gown. Absolutely. Yeah. And Tara has done uh, Comedy Queen in the past, always slays. Um, so uh, anyways, it, she also... Here, Eddie, would you mind reading our description for us this time? Oh, no. Wait. <clears throat> Doing your Tara voice. <laughs> uh, oh, well, I can't. It, it was so deadpan in that... Um, in that that okay for for people who don't don't watch it they they record the um the explanations of what they're doing um in like a voiceover and then they play it over what they're doing and it like tara was so deadpan when she did this it was funny but (laughs) (laughs) it was more like oh no not again i can't believe it's laundry day already sorry Um, no you're great here's my two cents uh, of that i'm shocked and it and i'm shocked and tired of all these chores have you ever gone in circles trying to figure out what to wear? <laughs> so, so you end up trying every piece of clothing you have? Well, me too. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling static about this look. Coin, you imagine it on anyone else? I guess you can call me a real money launderer. <laughs> the other day, I was looking for some quarters for the vending machine, and I forgot to lend them. I lent them all away. <laughs> a lot um, <laughs> You're good. So this, this purse was supposed to come in come in clutch this purse was supposed to come in clutch but it looks like i'm all, I'm all dried up there's oh, a terror. lot of puns to yeah. just a lot of words that aren't supposed to be in there uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> yeah sorry for any spelling errors that i made doing that i was pulling it just from the, <laughs> the no, it's, it's so good no but see the funny thing is that like when you're listening to it i'm glad that they spoke slowly so you could hear each and every mm-hmm. one of those puns but Oh my God, that's a lot. This look also gave us my favorite humble brag of the whole, whole series. I work full time in drag and I never have time to do my chores. It's like, okay, okay, bitch. We see you. We see you. All right. So is this a fawn or a flop for y'all? 
I'm going to give it a light fawn. A light fawn? Okay. Me too. Because I like it. I, I would If I saw this in, a, in a, a drag venue anywhere, I would love it. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Me too. I'm going to fawn it as well. Good job, Tara. Moving on down to Girl Haggard. She said, grab your earplugs because it's time to rock and roll. Gotcha. If the category is signature campy drag, then you're going to get big hair, a fat ass, and whatever it is that I happen to be doing right now. Modeling? Is she modeling? Oh, yes. The elusive role model. Welcome <laughs> to the shit show, everyone. Smile. <laughs> and on the role model, she rolled off the stage and just plopped down. And I loved that because I feel like <clears throat> I, I I think that stage can be a bit awkward for a drag queen to perform on. Oh, yeah. You know, because you don't have like a runway to like model your look. Yeah, you have to step off of it and then walk in, in front of the, yeah. the judges. So I love that she just like used that to her <laughs> advantage and I mean, <laughs> nearly killed herself falling off the thing. We nearly had a Hillary incident again. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my God. I'm happy. I'm happy with the way it turned out because those googly eyes and the mouth were hilarious. To watch. <laughs> oh, the googly eyes. Yeah. But if you compare this to the conceptual um, uh, laundry monster that we just saw, it's, it's a different act. Yet right, again, yeah. we find ourselves in a situation where it's like, how do you judge these two against each other when you have something that's like, they've written a pretty good description. And this one is more about uh, introducing themselves themselves to mm-hmm. us so it's just they're attacking it from different places i think yeah it's it's an interesting like division there that you have to figure out um i think for me the like hmm, i don't know it, she's introducing herself so i get it but i don't know that it's it's bringing the campiness that we that, that like I, I would want to see in the campy competition you yeah. know i feel like i'm seeing a look from her and she's doing something funny but that's really it for me i'm gonna say a flop and roll just because uh just because (laughs) i know what girl is capable of and um there there's more to come oh we love come i'm also gonna give this a (laughs) flop um but it's with love i really like girl and i think that i would live for you performing but the look itself it's a flop for me i'm gonna agree all right sorry girl three flops but honestly flop a flop looks good on you, girl. Um, next up, we have Ryan. <laughs> Should I just say his name like that all season? That seems very annoying. Uh, he's also coming to Birmingham. He will be at one of our viewing parties and also will be hosting Drag Bingo with us yes. in July. So um, the comedy and the presentation really yeah. stood out because at the point where he was just moving his leg around and we're <laughs> with supposed the swirl to, yeah we're supposed yeah. to put two and two together that it's a swirl going on <laughs> it's just it, for some reason that made me laugh same but yeah i'm mean, on camera it, it does look mesmerizing which was the the goal here oh uh, only thing that i found or i don't know that i did i didn't like it for this reason but i just found it interesting you know i know he's from columbus so he and clinica are friends they know each other um mm. and it was interesting to me that they both did this black and white thing for uh, their yeah intro look um so yeah i'm interested to see what riley does next um but overall i really liked it and i also liked his description when we found out that he completely made this thing from head to toe um who wants to give this british accent to try on what um, he said i'm not good at a british accent i'm not good about it either but i'll read it go for it let's do it hi it's me riley poppy seed and nice. i'm spinning i'm spinning to a tv near you uh, i'd love to have fun and make, <laughs> and make people laugh and to, 
and to engage with my audiences. My favorite thing to do with my audience is to put them into a deep trance. Like, <laughs> yeah, I have that. Uh, you're getting very campy. Look deeply into my spirals. You're going to love this king and he won't go home. Okay. 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 Wait. <laughs> you're going to... You're going to love this king, and he won't go home first. Ooh, and I was like, God damn! Why you got to come like that? Um, you find him very attractive and funny. His accent came out of nowhere. Is a hundred? No, this accent that came out of nowhere is a hundred percent real, even though he's from the Midwest. It's so believable. Ooh. Your British accent is about as good as his. I gave up. <laughs> I, I gave up once I stumbled over that. Just, no, I love it. I, lo- I just I love that whole uh, yeah. king that won't go home first. You know what? It's just it's it's. I like when they are self-referential. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, and and they could talk about other seasons uh, of Camp Wanakiki because we all watch it. People who watch it, they've watched every season. It's it's a cult, literally. Mm-hmm. It's everybody gets these jokes, so you might as well reference it. Exactly. I um his very much gave me like a hypno popper video vibe which is always a fawn for me what about y'all fawn or flop um it's a fawn for me fawn it yeah all right well done riley very cool his makeup is so cool his makeup is cool i also loved yes i'm glad you said that in the rec room his face like with the makeup was just so animated it was like i I don't know something about the the way he drew on his face it, it and he put a gap in his teeth. Yeah. So that's a, that's another little element. With the smile, that's brilliant, but then cutting it with the gap, it made it a lot more quirky and mm-hmm. sold a different personality than what I was expecting. He's like a, a real cartoon character. That yeah, you're 100%. Like a, like a supervillain or something. A very penguin. <laughs> that's true. Um, next up, we have Dee Dee Comes Well. And I did think it was a little unfortunate that we had two ice cream looks on the uh, first episode. But ice cream, you know, I've done an ice cream look. I feel like we've all screamed for ice cream before. Uh, yeah, it is scre- It is ice cream. I thought it was popcorn, but I guess I was wrong. Yeah, it is kind of along those lines, huh? <laughs> well, the, the body. Yeah, and with the yellow, like, boobs. <laughs> Maybe I was just distracted by the nudity. Maybe <laughs> that's it. <laughs> She's got the banana split on her head. It was a burlesque performance. Yeah. Mm. And that cold cream. Is that when the cold cream came out? I don't, I didn't understand the cold cream. Me neither. But I mean. I was a little lost. I was like, I get that you're talking about ice cream, but I don't really get how cold cream. Because, because ice cream's cold. I guess. (laughs) Yeah. I I was a little lost by this. I know that she enjoys vintage um, and vintage silhouettes, which is definitely something we're getting here. But this is also what I saw from her at the premiere party and her look there. So I'm I'm hoping that we get get it mixed up a little bit more in the future episodes. Um, I my favorite thing about it is definitely the uh, oh it was the shoes. Did y'all see the shoes? The ice cream cone shoes. Oh, yeah. you can't really see them super well yeah. on this. Oh, those were the rhinestone shoes. Yeah. yeah, but and they also had like they looked like waffle cones. Oh, that that was my that? favorite thing. Didn't you do something like that? I did something like that for Miss Quarantine Comedy Queen like okay. a while ago. But yeah, I, I yes, yeah, very cool. So, I remember that detail now. I that was probably my favorite thing about wow. the look, in addition to the headpiece and but, the and the chest matches. <laughs> it does. It does. It does. Um, Vaughn, will you mind giving this one a go for us? Ice cream, you scream, step right up and get your ice cream. Soft serve is a thing of the past. I prefer my cream like I like my men. Hard and icy cold. Get your mouth around these tasty treats and savor the flavors because this cold cream, well, not this cold cream, this cold cream is getting hot. (laughs) Now offering 
a myriad of cup <laughs> sizes for your cones. You can fill them with as much creamy goodness as you want. We all scream for I. We all scream for cream <laughs> ice cream. I almost wish since her name is Dee Dee Cumswell, I think she's talking about cum, right? Like she, I feel like it would have been funny if she had like jacked off into the cold cream to begin with and had something along those lines. I don't know. Do you think that's what it was? Maybe go for it. I, I, I don't, don't know. know. I think these descriptions are kind of um, uh, they're du- they're tough. They're, <laughs> they're really tough. And I'm sure, like when you are writing this stuff with your outfit, it's hard to put it all together. Yeah. I mean, God bless. I I wouldn't be able to do this. You know what? Next yeah. time I can't even critique this. Next time I'm gonna wear a red dress and I'm gonna say, "You want to know something fun about this dress? It's red. The most important thing about this dress, red. When the designer was making it, you know what they thought about?" Red dress. <laughs> yeah. And that is what I am presenting to you today. <laughs> because you have to write a whole narrative to <laughs> yeah. these things. And then you have to sell it by your, but you have to be a voice actor all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And how many, um, how many drag entertainers out there are all those? Not many. I guess uh, that's a part of the competition, right? True. Yeah. It's a, I think it's a nice, unique opportunity at camp for sure to, to get to do that. And to be able to speak for, speak for yourself. Yeah. Not so, hear somebody else's stupid jokes. <laughs> right. So is this a fawn or a flop for you? Um, I'm gonna flop it. I'll find it. It was very pretty. It was pretty. I think I think I'm gonna give it a cold flop. Um, that cold, was meant to be a light flop, cream, but that sounded really awful. <laughs> but cold a creamy flop. flop. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Dee Dee. We'll see you next week. Okay. Last but certainly not least, we have Rita Taro, who is bringing us this really cool sandwich witch look. She was born to a long line of royal food witches. Her moth sat. Her mother, Sally Spaghetti. And <laughs> Bob, I know my spell is my, it's all me, my bad. Her mother, <laughs> Sally Spaghetti County. <laughs> yeah. Her mother, Sally Spaghetti, and father, Gary Grilled Cheese, are some of the most powerful and tasty in the land, but she has taken her destiny into her own hands. By day, she performs all of her royal duties, but by night she puts on her protective hex up bottle hat and fights off forces of the kingdom's biggest enemy, Hanger. Oh, like hunger, hanger. All of her power stems from her olive toothpick. It is a family heirloom passed down from generation to generation. What does it do? It harnesses all of the power in the kingdom and uses it for culinary witchcraft. Hamburger Marys. Uh, she said all of the power. Oh, olive. Oh, you're, yeah, that makes sense. It harnesses all of the power in the kingdom. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, I forgot. There's one more. I think it's brilliant. I love it. Um, I'm hungry. I'm really hungry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, it's funny because uh, all this narrative and you like, I want to see what she's going to do for the, um, for the spooky Uki challenge. Yeah. If, if you can write a story like that about witchcraft, there's going to be yeah. a lot of pressure for that. Yeah. Um, for that one, for her. Um, only thing is to so- come in as the spooky bitch for everything else. That just means you've got to be yeah. at like an 11 for the, spirit i mean camp spirit's hard i mean to me it is but but i mean bulimian like that was definitely the case for her too you know she was in the bottom um and hers when she came in as like the spooky queen um only thing i'll say about this was or i mean i like it overall she she took something that i know she's done before because when i found out the cast i went and stalked her instagram and i know that she had done something very similar to this and i think she used the hex up bottle and the olive staff before it took me a while to understand Um, the hex up Mm, okay to get that that was supposed to be like ketchup but she took something she had already done and and amped it up which i really appreciated um because this is signature to her it's something that she's done before but it's even better without the narrative it would be a little confusing 
I mean, you'd know that it's a burger, but a witch burger is, um, yeah. unless you're doing like a sandwich or something. Yeah. Mm. But it's a burger. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, a, I wouldn't understand. Dude. I guess it is. A, I thought she was like a burrito or something because of like the the long shape of it. No, there are two burger buns. It's right like there a yeah with with lettuce. <laughs> That's a lot of lettuce, Mary. <laughs> well, it's green. It's like, <laughs> yeah. A little roughage, a little foliage for your sandwich. Um, okay, fawn or flop for this? I'm gonna give it a fawn. Me too. Yeah, three fawns across the board. Well done, Rita. All right, now actually, last but not least, we have Dixie Crystals. I'm just a girl who can't say no, honey, because you know that if a country girl is smiling, she wants to do something crazy. If she's laughing, well, she's already done it. And Lordy, have mercy if I've done some shit in my day. But it's nothing a little time on your knees can't cure. What do we think? Short and sweet. Short. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. Um, love the hair. Yeah, the hair is gorgeous. It's not as conceptual as the other ones, but I mean, she looks really pretty. It's giving horse girl. <laughs> horse girl. Hi, horse. I love it. Um, I guess for introducing yourself, I don't know. I think this is the same situation as Girl yeah. Haggard, yeah. where you're just like you want the first episode. You want to see what they have to bring that's not too outside of their realm, but I I don't know. It's hard to judge because any other day I would love this, mm-hmm. but I guess like when you have people ripping their hair off and becoming a failure burlap sack, yeah. then I don't know. It's hard to judge that. Right. Right. I was talking to Mark and I was like, for this episode, like the signature camp, I'd probably end up doing like my dear look. Yeah. Yeah. Because 100%. like that's yeah. signature who I am. But what would you say about that? Like, right. what, how would you make that funny? I don't know. I think you should just stare at them like a deer in headlights. Right. And say that's probably what I, I see I would a do. lot of lights. Or, and, or maybe Stop. have someone play a car and then they come right. in and hit you. <laughs> it's really bright in here. Um, actually, Fawn does this really cool thing with that number where they like they reenact the scene from Bambi where Bambi is born mm. and they like learn how to use their legs. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's where Bambi really cool. tries, um, Thumper oh, tries to get Bambi to jump over the log. Oh, yeah. that's good. That that's would be really good cute. Got to write a bunch of puns in there. Yeah. Bambi but didn't have any speaking in it, did it? Very little. See, very at fir- little. At first I thought you were going to reenact the scene where the mom died and I was like, this is about to get violent. I can't handle all that. <laughs> no, that's for Halloween. Ooh. Oh, that's your spirit. <laughs> that's badge. your camp spirit. Every look is just the deer look for fun. <laughs> Roadkill. <laughs> just make a bunch of different deer looks. <laughs> make it work for every show. Honestly, challenge. it's camp. A different color antler wig for they, each look. They'd be like, wait, we're seeing a lot of the same. <laughs> all right. So for Dixie Crystals, are we fawning or flopping this? I'm going to flop. I'll flop it. I think I'm going to give it a light flop as well, especially since we know what you can do. We saw you at that preview party doing some fierce stuff. Oh, yeah. I wish they let her sing. Yeah. And or do what she's she like is known for doing. You know Uh, that? Yeah. That's kind of my overarching thing that I wish Camp Wanakiki would hone in on a bit more is like, how can we get drag queens and kings and things to do drag things? You know? Right. Um, More than than just just walk the yeah, more than just like do these camp things and walk the stage for the talent show. Because I guess we don't have like singing in the talent shows. There's uh, a comedy act that they have to do. Um, I, there's acting, I guess, that people do. But yeah, we sometimes don't, we don't have too much singing unless like, you shoehorn it in. Right, right. Mm. I guess you could theoretically sing for your voiceover. Season six. 
Um, yeah, but that would be awkward. It, it like, might be. Because then they would just have the voiceover going and the They're music like wouldn't match with it unless you're an incredible acapella boom, singer. Boom, boom. Yeah, yeah, you know. How do you sing that? I mean, we hear how, how weird it is sometimes when people are narrating their looks. So, I don't know. True. <laughs> All right. So, we've gotten through our very first talent show. What did we think? Who was our favorite, least favorite? What stuck out to you? Mm. What do you think? Favorite is like a tie between Avery and Miss Texas. Miss mm. Texas left like the biggest impression on me, but I may be biased because I was there during no, this moment. Miss Texas yeah. left the biggest impression on me as well. Um, I think I think for least favorite, I would really like to see Dixie do something more conceptual next yeah. time. I feel like, girl, we really got to know who she was, and I guess we kind of got to see that as like the country thing for Dixie. But that's not to me that I mean maybe it's because we're from the south. To me, that's not all that unique. Yeah. Like, uh, so. I hope to see to learn a little bit more about her. I think it would have been cool if she had done something, maybe with a microphone or yeah, shown hey. off, maybe like implied that she was golden a golden girl. You know, something something mm-hmm. I'm gonna do with a golden girl is she's yeah. she's really good with that stuff. Yeah, she could have eaten like eight cheesecakes on the stage. Dixie did or this. Or shoved them up her ass. <laughs> <laughs> she did this amazing number where she was Celine Dion uh, teaching the audience choreography, feeding what? the birds and lifting it up high. It's so funny. Like the entire audience, it's an audience interactive number. And she, I, I've seen her do it twice and everybody livens up in the whole room. Like that's that really, I, I'm sure at like brunch, it makes a killer. Oh, I bet. Because it gets everybody doing every dance to my heart will go on. It's amazing. Oh, that's awesome. I yeah. love that idea. I really need to see that. Yeah. Uh, I want to see all of these campers. I hate that I don't like know them the way I knew season four. This is really strange to me. Well, Dixie is like, uh, she's somebody I think you would travel to see, you know? Because oh, yeah. It's, it, kind of like the, the sort of like dream girls in, in like Long Beach energy where it's like, mm. it's kind of the, the queen mother of the city. And that's like, this is the one you absolutely have to see while you're in town. I would say Dixie for Denver, at least. Good to know. Well... Um, that brings us to the results of this week's talent show. Um, well, first of all, we, we, first of all, we find out that the prize is the same as last year. Free burgers for a year from Hamburger Mary's, a royal supply of Mighty Swell Spike Seltzer, and $10,000 in cold hard cash. And the result of this week's talent show, the winning team was the red team. Did we agree with that overall? Yeah. Yes. I, I think so. Yeah. I, as a whole, yes. I agree. Hole. As a new Tara new hole, yes. Yeah. It's hard to say because the um because the actual camp activity was um was a little bit um it's kinda hard to judge that. Right, right. But yeah, I mean I think it was fair. I I think for the blue team, we had some similar concepts. Like I thought Dixie and Dee Dee's looks had similar silhouettes, and then we also had two giant boob looks. So it <laughs> It, you just got more diversity in the red team, I and thought. Then, and then they uh, they had to hash it out in the um in the little. Oh, um, I loved that little <laughs> the little um, what's it what's it called the, the rec room the rec room yeah <laughs> the rec room. Um, and we got bonus points given to uh, three contestants. So uh, Miss Texas nineteen eighty eight made an impression on Ruthie. Betty said that Rita was her winner, and Cherry gave a win to Avery, which closes us out the episode with the red team in the lead with one hundred and thirty five points, and the blue team at seventy five. And that was the episode. So what are our thoughts on the premiere overall? And who do we think is going to win the whole thing? Um, I kind of wish if it was a split premiere that they would have given us both episodes. Fair. TBH. Yeah. I, I think that like cutting the episode. So you have like these little snippets of meet the campers in with everything else was a little bit. Um, it it kind of cut up the episode in yeah, a way yeah. that I wanted 
them to be kind of integrated at least like when they all walk in you could see them kind of interacting with each other yes. so when i was watching it the first time I, I i hadn't seen any of that because at least when we filmed your season everybody was in front of in front of everybody else being embarrassed being uh-huh. uncomfortable then they ran over and then be, people were being supportive whoa you did yeah. great and all that stuff so that i missed that energy mm-hmm. uh, for a majority of the episode but it's gonna come in the next episode so i'm glad Good. but you know you do want something to make you feel a, a sense of completion as a as a as opposed to you know I'll just wait totally. for next week but i mean next week is almost here so hey exactly um i yeah i feel i feel similarly and i'm excited to see them interact next week i did not think about that how it, losing that orientation moment um loses that initial interaction um and first impressions for the other campers but yeah i agree i think that to me, my winner right now is Miss Texas 1988. I, I really loved what she did. Um, Avery, Riley, and Tara are close in that top for me. That's my top four. Yeah. I'm, I'm very excited for them. And the question no one wants to answer, who do we think is going to take a hike first? Uh, I, I, I can't say anything. Oh, yeah. Don't say nothing. Don't get in trouble, Eddie. <laughs> um, Based on what we saw this episode... I'd say like possibly Dixie or girl based on this episode. Dixie or or girl or Dee Dee. That's yeah. Those or are the Dee three Dee. I was thinking as well. Um, I forgot about Dee. So Dee, we will see. A good time. I mean, th- things could significantly change next week. It all depends yeah. on which team wins. So, well, oh Eddie, before we go, Hi. where can our listeners find you if they don't already follow you on socials? You can find me at Eddie Danger on Instagram, and I, I think that's about it. Perfect. Yeah, just find me, Eddie Danger. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening to another episode of Flapping and Fawning. Bye. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Flapping and Fawning. Music by Elliot Nass. Promotional art by Danny Lee. Hosts are Flapjack. Oh, hey, that's me. And I'm Fawn. You can follow me on Instagram at fawn.fawn.fawn. And you can follow me over at Instagram as well. And pretty much any other social media platform at flapjquellen, F-L-A-P-J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E. Connect with us on social media on Instagram at Flapping and Fawning Pod and on Twitter at flap and fawn pod oh and make sure you check out the links in our bio to buy some merch you can also connect with us via gmail at flapping and fawning pod at gmail.com see you next time bye Ta-ta.